conjuring sound patterns that began eons ago and will continue into eternity is what's been generated for a new music project called Bioelectricity. Co-founder of Fat Freddy's Drop, Toby Lang, is collaborating with composer Ricky Gooch and music producer Parks for the show. It'll premiere at the upcoming Loomis Festival in Te Whanganui Atara in a giant glass house under a super full moon. After this taste of what's in store, Toby will explain the concept, the gear, and their mutual fascination with electricity. experimental practice that we've got here I mean uh, but Ricky and Parks and I have been um, you know friends and, and worked together on lots of different music projects for years now I mean probably 20 years so um, this interest that we share for uh, I guess modular synthesis a type of uh, you know analog sound design is, is something that we've all uh, I suppose been getting into for the last decade or so and building up um, our collection our systems that we use and um you know, and it's always just a celebration for us to get together and um, plug it all in together. What is the particular pleasure for all of you of working with analogue? So old school, Toby. It is old school. It is. I think that's part of it. It's a different type of process. So, you know, when I play the trumpet in the band, um, you know, Fat Freddy's, it's, it's old school as well. It's, it's, uh, it's analogue. It's, it's um, an old-fashioned approach to horn arranging, you know, whereas when I work in the studio with... Um, synthesizers and what you're trying to do all the time is, is to sort of transcend the limitations so you might have a sequence or you might have a, a pattern of modulation and you're trying to really push that as far as you can and there's something that actually occurs when you're composing with these instruments that's outside of yourself it's really a lot of unintentional consequences occur when you start to uh, you know repatch your system so it's quite meditative in that you are collaborating with these electrical currents rather than, you know, bending them to your will, I suppose. Are you all creating sound? I mean, you know, Ricky, of course, known as a composer and parks for production yourself as a musician, or is this something that all of you are getting your hands on and creating sound together? I'm thinking of it almost like a, a jazz improvisation in some parts, you know, that experimentation. It is, it is like that. Um, there are three discrete systems involved. However, all of those systems are connected. So, you know, we, when I'm making a patch and um, using um, some sort of modulation source, then, you know, uh, I might be sending that to Ricky. Ricky might be using that to um, drive his ride cymbal, which he plays with a, you know, a control voltage servo motor, you know, things like that. So there are always, um, you know, discrete elements to what we're doing, but then there's a combined aspect, definitely. What is, you mentioned some gear there, and I might need some help with a description of it. What's the kind of gear that you're working with? Right, so we're using uh, these modular synthesizers in the uh, Eurorack format uh, mainly, which is a, a sort of a, a format of, um, of open source, I suppose, and um, it's basically completely adaptable to any situation. You can use modules to create a system that suits what you're trying to do in a uh, rack unit format. So anyway, this is a, this is a sort of a, a niche <laughs> musical uh, culture, I suppose, that's now flourishing all around the world. You know, every country has a sort of a scene to this type of thing. In New Zealand, it's probably just sort of getting off the ground, really, but there are a lot of people around the country who are starting to use this stuff. 
I don't know if the listeners will be familiar with it, but it's um, it is it, it has a lot to do with the you know the early age of synthesis um, in the 1960s and 70s, where the likes of Moog and Buchla, these um, pioneer electronic um, uh, developers, were creating electronic instruments in some in some senses for more of an academic purpose. Um, although Moog obviously became popularised in um, dance music and you know but has become very much a part of music culture now. And these new instruments really are building on that legacy, I suppose. Was electricity a natural kind of starting point or overarching theme for this? Or as you experimented, was that what came to mind as some kind of through line for the work? It's, for me, this is how the whole thing has, has come about. I, I became aware of these um, modules that you can use to... Um, to tap into the bioelectricity of plants, for instance, you can attach little connections to leaves and they will pick up these minute traces, these little pulses of bioelectricity that are moving through the organism. And I was fascinated by that idea. And then I looked further into it and I found out that you know, bioelectricity really is this mysterious and all-pervading force, both you know, on Earth and all through the universe. There's an energy field that commenced with the Big Bang and it extends everywhere through us, through all planets and stars and things. But then, you know, there's our, bo- our own bodies, you know, the way that our brains are wired that use, you know, we use electronic impulses to, um, you know, our, our brains use them and then our bodies use them. Uh, our cells use them to reproduce their sequences and um, different uh, voltage ratings, you know, all around, all through our nervous systems and our bodies. So at first I wanted to use you know, bioelectricity, but then I realised that really we can't avoid using it. It's it's all around us. I've seen the phrase cosmic spirituality in the information about this too, Toby. And of course, this is going to be performed for the first time under a, a, a super moon. You know, so it's going to be yes, really yes. quite something. Okay, well, I, I might have I might have I might have overdone it there with the cosmic spirituality, but it's it's more that um, if there is a, a force that we don't understand, but is all pervasive and and really does you know, integrate itself into all aspects of existence. Um, that, to me, sounds religious, quasi-religious. <laughs> and, uh, you know, potentially um, th- this is the sort of area that we're starting to work in if, we're, um, if we are using, you know, the, the natural electricity that pulses through the universe. If we're trying to use that, uh, you know, for music and for other forms of art, then, um, you know, maybe we are tapping into something very ancient. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned before, of course, we know you best as a trumpet player, but... But when you're playing synthesizers, I mean, do you really feel that kind of electricity flow through you in a way? You know, you're so connected when you're playing that instrument or those synthesizers. Yes, I mean, I suppose so. I mean, it's um, the the main thing that I notice about it is, is it's um, it, it's always quite a humbling experience because you are really trying to interact with a very complex system. There are there are voltages travelling all through the system, and, and you're trying to break those chains and reconnect them. And very often, things occur that you could never have predicted. And in, in those moments, you really have to p- pursue those rather than sticking with what you originally had in mind. You very kindly sent me an excerpt of the work, and it, it went in different directions. You know, it started quite gentle, and then, I know, it kind of got quite funky, you know, quite very electrical sounding, you know. So you've got lots of room to play and experiment, the three of you, with these synths. Yes, yes, that's right. Well, I mean, that's that's a good example. I mean, you might be developing something, which is a melodic idea, and you're, and you're 
attempting to um, infuse a melody line with modulation to um, almost create an uncanny effect to the ear. And then something might change, and all of a sudden there are rhythms that are starting to crop up, which you could never really have dreamed of. And um, and in those in those situations, the piece might take a completely different direction. Um, and uh, yeah, I find that using these systems, all of these different aspects of music theory start to just sort of come to the surface. But um, you know, whether it be rhythm, melody, texture, um, the way that these different elements interact, often it's really just about shepherding them in the right direction rather than controlling them per se. You're super excited about this, and you're going to be playing this at, at the Begonia House at Wellington Garden. I mean, you've played concert halls all over the world, of course, you know, big big halls. Uh, this is very intimate. This is really very little between you and the moon that hopefully, if Wellington's weather plays ball, will be shining down, the super moon shining down on you. It feels like it's going to be quite an emotional, different kind of experience for you all. I think it, I think it could well be, and you know, with the lighting design that we're that we're using as well, and, and a really nice, uh, very you know, a lovely, uh, loud and clean sound system. Um, but in the trees there, and, and, and arranging the plants around us in sort of a um, Henri Rousseau sort of way, and um, and the idea is to is to really just, I suppose, put electricity you know into the jungle where it belongs. Toby Lang, Bioelectricity premieres on the 14th of June at Wellington's Begonia House in the Gardens as part of the Lermis Festival.